Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. It's always good to have a bit of training, isn't it, before you do the show? <laughs> you, can, you can never, you can never really. Um, what you say to someone? You know, it's two hundred thousand dollars to buy the entire set. I know. Well, I sent you the links, remember? And you said I can't afford that for all those back bloody DVD sets. Well, I was trying to in, in, you know, indicate to you that it would be a perfect gift. Like, <laughs> let's turn, <laughs> turn George off then for a while. Go away, George. <laughs> it must be it's time, JP, for episode. Well, well, what is it? What it episode well, you is it? know what it is. Well, it must be one ninety four because we had three A, B, C, D, G, Z, whatever. Because didn't they all keep on one ninety threes? As usual, you didn't bother to download the only edition other than one ninety three, one ninety three A, a full concoction of. The entire two days after we did 193... Well, I, that means you must have edited them. No, I, I, just, I just cut and pasted. I added them together. Oh, is that not editing? No, it's not editing because it didn't cut anything out. Right, okay then. Okay. Fair enough. Episode 193. So how long did it go for, Christ? Two, two hours 15. <laughs> That'd be about right. The viewers will be bought off this car. Well, that's why you don't want to talk anything about that tonight on episode 194 of Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and zany, increasingly zany podcast, which we've been forgetting to mention, that takes a look at light-heartedness of motor racing, light-heartedness in general, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, barbecues, Steve Jobs' death, uh, which has been exaggerated... Dogs have been washed, and dogs have been washed. Barbecues. Didn't you say barbecues earlier? Perhaps, mm, but maybe, maybe not. Mm. Well, I'm eating chips. That's not a good thing to be doing, is it? Only according to Linda. But mate, tonight you're having a. Li- I can see you having a little trip to Denmark. I am. Only on account of, I bought two dozen Carlsberg Greens for the weekend. And only actually drank about seven of them. So the rest were all in your fridge. But I noticed that they've cunningly evaporated back to only 11 bottles left. Well, to be fair, to be fair, having read your email today saying if there's anything less than 12 (laughs) there, then Andrew's going to be in trouble. Well, there were 12 and one Stella. But thinking that there could be a drama, I thought, I won't have the Stella, I'll have the Carlsberg. And you had We're, one, you actually had I, a beer. I actually had a What's beer. Going? Oh, well, that's all right, if you've had it, that's all I right. I had one this afternoon. That's allowable. About 4.20, <coughs> finished the design of a new website. Oh, well done. Just to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, with us this afternoon, how good does it smell? Yeah, Sitting it on the couch. smells like a very clean dog. She's been in the bath. The grumpy Greek. No, she hasn't. And she's all fluffy. She has. She's been fluffed up, but she didn't like it much. But it was 28 degrees today, and the wind was blowing, and the dogs just... I mean, she just needed a bit of a detail. And look at her, between mm. the two dads. Definitely fluffed up now. And smelling very, very undog-like rust, I have to say. You know, it's just... Hang on a sec, mate. You know, forget about why we did Radio Hot Lap in the first place. It's because we were just having a conversation. We were. And we are. Fork 
Seamus, he went down with the Andrew and Dory. <laughs> oh, the little dog, yeah. Is back on the show. Only made it out for one day on Classic Adelaide. She's just getting on at 12 and a oh. half, but she, mm. she loves hanging around with dads, and boy, she had a share of dads last weekend. She was very nice, very well behaved at the pizza bar. At Later on Saturday afternoon. What's the pizza bar called? Grotto. Grotto. Now, viewers, I have to tell you, this was a first for um, for Johnny and for me at Radio Hot Lap World Headquarters to actually have pizza because, you know, pizza's one of those things that you just like to have every now and again and sometimes it's just the perfect, can't be bothered to do this, can't be bothered to do that, don't fancy Chinese, don't want to be cooking, da-da-da, let's get pizza. But traditionally, in this place, in World headquarters we have been an anti-pizza organization because hardy can't find a decent pizza bar within a two mile radius everything that's happened including the um influx of pizza capers who've who sponsored the mini uh, series last year ted tolman's going downhill who was supposed to be really good and they were crap too but finally wait i didn't actually ever have a pizza caper for the record, because pizza capers were introduced to me at Sandown 2008 when Ted Tolman and Mr. Pizza Capers CEO decided to give a conference right. there about their sponsorship. No about doubt. their sponsorship, and in fact, I think it was the final hurrah for the. The uh, Enduro, the, the Sandown 500, which yes. interestingly looks like it's coming back. We'll talk about that later. But um, there we were in the uh, the hallowed halls of the large building that is a media centre and a and a it, it's a classic you know, it's a classic building. Um, and they didn't hand any pizza around, didn't they? None whatsoever. Miserable. Well, that's probably because they didn't have a store in Victoria yet. Well, they'd also, so they'd know, they'd, at that point, they'd, they'd got in and started doing uh, an involvement with um, Spherics. Mm, with the Mini Challenge. Whilst do a great job of running the V8 Utes. It would and be remiss of us to say anything other than that. Yep. But a lousy job of handing pizza out. Well, there you go. So you just blackboard them, basically. No, I just knew that I, <laughs> if I wasn't going to get a piece, I wasn't interested in buying it, and I could just see that it was going to be problematic. And again, another show where we start on food before we get to the meat. Well, that's good. It of just the keeps program. the viewers on their toes. Do you get that? Yeah, very good. The problem with Norwood is that you've got Bravos and Bonjournos on diagonally opposite corners. Yes, both. Violently feuding families. <laughs> well, they are Italians. Violently feuding. One Sicilian. <laughs> one Corsican. Just absolutely and never the twain shall meet. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like True. there's white lines down the middle of the road. And, you know, the, the their own independent mafia team sit up the back there, you know, hang, As they do. Yeah. haranguing the shapes of mushrooms. <laughs> drinking or wine. sliced cheap red wine in cordial glasses, I might add. But nonetheless, that's not what we're looking for. So, should we want a decent pizza, we have to trundle. To rundle? Trundle to rundle. No, trundle. Or even to hut. to hut. <laughs> what what <laughs> rhymes with that? <laughs> to slut to hut. To hut. Yeah. Get, to hut get to hut street for the organic, organic pizzas which mm. we found are rather less organic than expected. Oh, but you've got to love that Can Man 2 bacon. Triple smoked or double smoked? It's not Can Man 2, it's Barossa. Or was it Barossa? Sorry. It's Barossa based. It's Barossa based. Barossa Valley smoked bacon. Organic quality? Right. Organic quality is... Zero, maybe. Mushrooms, organic quality? Don't know. Zero again. The onions? Zero. All toppings? Zero. Well, what's left? The flour. That's it. 
All those bags of things, because can you believe it? That 27.5% must, by weight, by volume, by any other means, must be considered organic before it can be given the organic, the organic stand. stand. Is that right? As much See, I never in, knew the, that. in the same way as McDonald's has lost its heart. Mm. Well, I read about that during the week. They have indeed lost their heart tip. But do you know, they can actually, they, when they got it originally, they apply for it to be given it. So you have to wonder about what, a bit of, you know, what happens, how they get that. Because I noticed today somebody is that, from is, the, that, is that a spastic driving, riding a boat? It is. Yeah. yeah down. Um, I noticed today someone from the Heart Foundation actually said that they didn't want that sort of thing happening anymore because although kind of you can get an or, or although you could traditionally get a tick for a meat pie because it was low in fat and blah 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 it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a healthy meat pie because the mere concept of a meat pie is actually unhealthy in the first place so they're actually clamping down on what they give the tick to and what they don't I haven't seen a pie shop yet that would want to have that tick associated with it. Well, I this mean, is they're, true. They're so they're hand carved. That's the beauty of pies. And as soon as you start to mass produce pies, they don't work. Mm. I mean, why will this country be when we, or more so, New Zealand? New Zealand, the home of the real pies. Is that what you mean? pies. No, the Poms are the home of the real pies. Oh, yeah. No, the Poms have been making pies for a million trillion yeah, years. And look, the Yanks have never even heard of pies. And look what you got payment. from that. Black Death. Black Death. <laughs> anyway, we've digressed. We have. Pizzas were traditionally never served at Radio Hotlap World Headquarters. No, never brought in. In but fact, suddenly, never, we have never had a bring-in meal. We haven't. In and 194 s- episodes. Suddenly, Hardy has found a pizza bar called Grotto as opposed to Grotti, just off the parade, opposite the Coles car park, that he dragged us all to on Saturday night, and it was excellent. And so now we have a source of pizzas that Radio Hotlap can, in fact, order. But we wouldn't do it, because to have delivered would be sacrosanct. Mm. <laughs> or even sacrilege. I had to put that in because of the tea and treats. So. Oh, right, yeah, of course. But nonetheless, JP, mate, what we finished Classic Adelaide, Classic Target Adelaide last weekend, and had a beautiful Sunday's weather, mm-hmm. only to be set to sleep. Oh, by, oh, oh, fairly pile. Oh, the Allen oh, by it? Oh, it was just a shocker, wasn't it? It was. I actually, fun. I actually went and had a snooze. Do you know that I had to go out that afternoon, so I taped it. Best thing I could have done, because I'm telling you, I watched the whole thing at 16 times fast forward, except for maybe four stops when things were happening. The rest of the time, keep pressing the button. Well, let's rewind a little bit because I've got some pretty big issues with what went on that day. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the the pre-show coverage of the Carrera, of the Carrera Cup race, right. which Craig Baird, who had clearly on replay several times over, not jumped the start, was dri- given a drive-through penalty. For jumping the start, presumably. For jumping the start, right. as quite clearly and rightly so, pointed out by Paul Morris, who was uh, doing the co-commentary, of a weekend warrior with his finger on the button. Well, that wrecked the race and perhaps the, the championship for Craig Baird because he finished 14th, mm. uh, such as it is in a field with the performance of the cars being so equal. Well, I didn't see the same from the Triple Eight car, which clearly jumped the start, yet <laughs> wasn't given a drive-through. Dear me, we need the two Vodafone cars to win it. Now, I don't care who wins it, but I was appalled to see... That no one was taken to task over it. JP, I've just realised, do you know, we don't actually talk like this when we're having a conversation. Don't we? 
Now, it sounds like I'm, I'm doing a show. And, <laughs> you and, are doing a yeah, show. Yeah, no, that's awesome. me. But I... I <laughs> <laughs> but we, I'm doing a show too. We've got to get back to the don't think about the But then we'll both be talking over each other constantly and the viewers will get upset. No, well, we don't care about the viewers. Oh, don't we? No, not really. Have we decided to stuff the viewers. Remember, it's happen? all about having a conversation. Right. And if they want to listen in, they will. If they won't, if it... They'll turn off it. If you don't like the porn, don't claim, don't change the channel. <laughs> okay. No, do change channel. To the porn channel. <laughs> From the porn channel that you don't like. Well, we should, anyway. shouldn't have been on the channel in the first place. Well, that's right. Do it's it like, if it's channel surfing and you find porn, yep. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it, to what? do not being on the show person. As yeah, person. and not sort of any form of Scriptage. This couch, which is a um, a, a full fold-out double-sized bed from Freedom, if I remember correctly, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> um, I just like to point out that JP and I are sitting in our respective corners as extremely yeah, as possible. Uh, and, and the sausage, Rust has expanded yep. to basically, you know, like it's like she's a two and a half foot long sausage at the moment, <laughs> right between us. <laughs> So, yeah, so, um, mate, I just thought, boring, boring, boring. It was boring, boring, boring. Absolutely boring, boring, boring. Even Lounsey lighting up the tyres at the end was boring. Because we've seen it all before. Well, is it not an Australian... Dis- I mean, I don't dislike the guy. I just, I'm bored with him. I'm bored with all that stuff. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it's, it's boring. It's just, it's annoying. I'm, I'm getting it to wine. Some wine. I'm going to tell you what I'm having. Oh, yeah. And what are you having? But on the other, on the other side of the coin, a couple of couple little th- things out of the blue there. Uh, Taz Douglas ca- called up to, as we know, which was very good. Uh, and it was actually, it's funny because I nearly, nearely ran you when I was watching. I thought Ian and Alan were going to run into each other. Well, that's right, because there <laughs> they were. There were your two drivers. Nose to tail. They're not my two drivers when they're in the car. They're their own drivers. Right, but there they were, nose to tail. I thought. Look at that. What a shot. Both Taz and Alan Simonson. Well, actually, thanks to Dirk Kleinsmith, uh, those photos are available on alansimonson.com and tazdouglas.com. T-A-Z. Cool. Douglas.com. Yeah, and uh, some very good uh, shots. I I would not normally share between two drivers. Some drivers, you know, JP, you you put the stuff together for them and they don't mind a little bit of other other people in it. Some drivers do. Get a bit shitty. Like, I don't want any pictures of anyone other than me in it. And, um, you know, you'll... Hmm? So be it. So be it. So be it. So be it. Union. Well, reminds me of of a girl I went out with called Sobian. (laughs) Siobhan. Why can't you spell it right? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way it is. I always remember the first time I ever saw that. I thought, how does that make Siobhan? It's like... Um, uh, Ahmed. No, 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 not Ahmed. Um, on your um, podcast uh, podcast book, um, you know, the... Uh, what? The guy who's Plank. It's like Plank. Oh, that's... Uh, that's <laughs> Know what I mean. We probably have to get that up and play that for people again because it's pretty funny. And talking of that, did you like the email I sent you today about the number one detective agency? Well, you know, it's good that you brought that up, JP, because I would absolutely have been keen as mustard. Actually, that's saying keen as mustard. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about cash and barrel head and all that stuff yes. last week. Does keen on the mustard mean? Does it mean because the brand is Keynes? No, Keynes came out after oh. as a play on the Keynes Mustard uh, name, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> a caveat at the end to cover of course, yourself in case. Just in case up. I fucked up, yeah. Well, I've got the. I've got the uh-huh. Have you already got the whole series? Yeah, yeah, and now. Oh, well, you would have, wouldn't you? I, I've, I've lent them to someone, haven't I? Because they're not there in the shelf. Mm. But not happy, Jen. Um, yeah. So anyway, 8.30, Channel 2, or ABC 1, whichever you prefer to call it, on Sunday night, viewers. Yeah, absolutely. You should watch it. Uh, the uh, number one ladies detective agency, a uh, film uh, series built built on the novels 
and on short stories from Alexander McCall Smith, just brilliant, who um, has another great series called The Von Eaglefeld. The uh, what? Von, the Von Eaglefeld Saga. Oh, Von Eaglefeld. Von Eaglefeld right, Sagas. Which, which is today, where came It's from. a trilogy. You can only get it now today in, call, in a book, one single book called The Two and a Half Pillars of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. But uh, when it was first released, there were three uh, editions. The first one being Portu- Portuguese Irregular Verbs, yes. The Finer Points of Sausage Dogs, and At the Villa of Discontent. Now, which and one did Plank appear in? Which gets us back to where we actually started, about Siobhan not being pronounced as it's spelled. It's in the... It's in the... Um, it's in the, uh, the sausage dog version. Which right. does have something to do with sausage dogs, but it's not really relevant. No, it's not. It's probably not relevant to Radio Hot Lab either, really, but you know. Marcus Sikanovic's been over in the West for a few days doing some fast track training. I need to be uh, becoming the recipient of the free Auto One V8 Ute Drive at Bathurst. Funny you should say that, because I actually printed out the press release today to bring with me and mention on the show tonight. Good yeah. old Marcus. And we don't really talk like this, do we? We're no, really no. sitting on the couch with a dog between us. That's right. I usually go, you fucking so, old... <laughs> so good old Marcus, I thought it was... I actually sent him an email congratulating him. Got no reply, of course. Miserable bastard. No, because he's in the right. plane. Oh, is he? Well, he won't have replied yet then, will he? Is he still flying back from the West? He doesn't like you. Auto One. There you go. He likes me enough when he needs bloody tech support. Of course. Exactly. Mm. Speaking of tech support. Yes. He has had 11,000 phone calls minus (laughs) 10,094 to Apple tech support to try to get that laptop of his fit fixing it has with the hard drive yeah 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 anyway he's now sent me all the the, the visual documentation and I'm, I'm going to attack Apple he's getting a new laptop ridiculous it is ridiculous isn't it and he went to the Apple store didn't he in, uh, in Melbourne did he actually go to the Apple store oh, bumbling fools oh I tell you well in, on that note I mean since we're touching on tech very briefly one of our guys down at Norwood today said that uh Someone had bought in a, a laptop that was exhibiting some strange phenomena or the other. I can't exactly remember the detail. But it had actually been to the Apple store in London and they hadn't been able to fix it. And all he did was he said, well, that's stupid. I know what that is. It needs the software update and the firmware update. And once the firmware update's been downloaded, it'll fix it. And it did. And that's why Marcus has been in Perth. He stopped off on the way back from London from trying to get it fixed. Well, there you go. And, and he was obviously wasting his time, so it will still be ruined when he gets back to Melbourne. That's right. Because I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, because it's a Northern Hemisphere-only firmware update. <laughs> it goes and says, what's the, what's the geo of your, your, of your device? And then uh, downloads the, the content specifically. Specifically? Specifically. Right. This weekend is the final round of the Le Mans series in Estoril, where uh, Al, smelly Al, has disappeared flown back to over there to join Dominic Farbach who interestingly won for the first time it was the first time ever a Ferrari has won one of the ADAC GT Masters uh, at uh, at Assen last weekend because Alan wasn't there that's right well he's not in the car with <laughs> no, him no no he's not because it's it's, uh, it's, um, um, it's a, a, a 458 a GT3 car not a GT2 car and it's sponsored by a, I'll tell you in a minute, a virus, a, a, a piece of virus software. Kaspersky. Of all, you know some virus software? Yeah. Mainstream virus software? Kaspersky. No, yeah. Sophos. It's simple. No, it's simple. Norton. No, it's Norton. If it was Norton, I would have said it was friggin' Norton. Well, what virus software is it? You can't remember, can you? Well, I can't think of the... I'm I giving you I Kaspersky, Sophos, Norton. Trying to E-set. think of another one. Um, E-set. E-set. See, you don't know nothing. But anyway, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're going big. And anyway, won the thing. They're, they're flying down there this weekend. Now, they're second in the championship for the Le Mans series, JP. Yes. So there's a good chance. If they don't fuck up and they get a good result, 
And the uh, handcuffs are working. And the handcuffs are working. They're three points ahead of Mark Lieb uh, and uh, 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 Ramanarak, <laughs> who starred in an earlier version of uh, one of the James Bond movies. Right. Yeah. Um, Doctor No. Was he? Uh, was he a good guy or a bad guy? Narak. <laughs> but uh, can't beat the um, the winners. Uh, What's that? Your guts or the dogs? It's the dogs. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a rumble there. Jeez, dogs. Oh, yeah, chicken, isn't it? Chicken. I was going to say chicken. Special yeah, chicken. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. Um, of uh, of uh, Giancarlo Fisichella. Fisichella. Ah. Yep. And um, and Jimmy Bruni in the AF course car. Cheating. You have to be cheating. <laughs> With you all those points ahead, well, they're possibly cheating. <laughs> so they could win it if they're overruled and they're found cheating. Right. Okay. Could, but might not. We should wait and see. Cheating. So what, what are you drinking anyway? You went cheating. up there to get a... Cheating is what Jackie Hicks would say. Jackie Hicks. Because <laughs> he likes a drink after, after he's finished racing. His love of the African wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm you having to get a drink. I'm having a, 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 I'm having a, a, a pizza by name. It's not pizza, it's pizzini. San Giovanni. Or is it pizzini? Where's the T in pizzini? Because it's got two Zs. 2010 from the King Valley and I'll tell you would you like a King little Valley sip? Would you like you a little sip because it is actually it is actually very King, Some King Valley reds are really nice. This is actually really nice. It's um Seventeen dollars. Hmm. It says it's, I can see it's got Shiraz in it, but not a lot by the, look, by the taste of it. Not a lot of Shiraz, San which Giovese is good. Shiraz. So I think it's a little bit more Sangiovese than uh, expected. So the oh, who will that be, JP? I don't know. Who is it? Ah, oh, manager. Bloody you, are you? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I saw the number one picking a wine in. I'm like, okay, he's ringing. I'll just take this one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Manager, can you manage to get here? Who was not coming? <laughs> well, yeah. you better get here before we miss you. We miss you? Yes. Uh, two seconds away. I, I order. <laughs> yeah, the door's shut, you better bang noisily. Uh, he's annoying, isn't he? He's Bill's not coming. He's a man at yeah. Bill's he not coming. Manager. Bill's can't pay. Bill's not paying bills either. Funny that. Bill's not, Bill's bills. not paying bills. <laughs> the bills are outstanding. <laughs> now, while we were talking about, I mean, they're outstanding. <clears throat> Red wine, just then. Hi, why yeah? Briefly. Oh, FWBM. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you both today? Uh, listen, that. Uh, well, well, thank you. Well, we've got FWBM. He needs yeah. to tell us about a little moment he had. Went to Enzo's the other night oh, for a uh, Brown Brothers night. Oh, oh. yes. Yeah, so, sorry, of course. Yes, it was a um, invited along for a Brown Brothers educational dinner. Educational? Yeah, they're very, very educational. You've got to try and count how many bottles you drink in the evening. You know, um, I used to watch educational movies at conventions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did, JP. <laughs> but no, I think, I mean, as always, we've done this a few years now. We go along to a restaurant. They put on some of their, you know, their premium stuff, but we also taste the whole range because they have a really big range of Brown Brothers. And, and still, believe it or not, still one of the last few family-run firms over in, in Victoria, Malawa. So doing a great range, and you know, all credit to them. They, they keep you know, evolving. They've been going 100, 120 years. I've always now. liked their stuff. The and, and they're always trying to keep up with, with, with the taste, with the fashions, and, and doing some good, interesting stuff, not just in the premium stuff, but right across the board. So... Yeah, first time at Enzo since it had moved to its new location just next to the entertainment centre and cold, windy Monday night. Um, there was about 30 of us in the private room and in the restaurant there must have been about another 25 or 30. So, oh, right. you know, good numbers. Food, yeah, food was classic Italian food. Yes, big portions. As it always is. As always. So we didn't miss out there. I had the quail wrapped in pancetta, deboned, which is not something you often have, you know, mm. quail. So I thought, give it a chance. I mean, deboned quail would be a total yeah, and that's why you don't tend to have it too often at home, mm. do you? That's the thing. I mean, the other choice was a was a beef dish, but I thought, hey, let's be different. Go but for it. Fuck it. What yeah. he's saying is, can I make some quail? 
because right. I don't tend to get it very often at home. I did not say that in the slightest. Yeah. You can jump on yeah. whatever one board you want to and take it however you want to make it. But he'd love a bit of quail. But I, I just wanted to say the quail and with the, with the Brown Brothers Tempranillo, which is that old sort of Spanish Rioja grape, which is causing a great deal of interest now, in not just in South Australia, but right across the border with the King Valley there as well, the Alpine regions, Heathcote. Great, great combination, and just a, just a wonderful evening. So, if you're hearing this, any of Brown Brothers, particularly you, Romeo, wonderful evening. Enjoyed it immensely. This weekend, guys, I'm off to the Yarra Valley, taking a few days off, going to Melbourne. I'm taking a visit up to the Yarra Valley. So, hopefully, when I speak to you next week, we might have a few interesting places to to go and visit there. You have booked in for a lunch somewhere. Yeah, tell us a little yes, bit about well, it. Because... Like, uh, yeah, I've booked in, but I mean, you know, it's all using the old contacts up there. And, well, I'm hoping to go along and see the Domain Shandong, um, which is one of Very the nice. great places to go for over in the Yarra Valley and do a bit of a tasting, have a bit of lunch, all being well. I can but, only imagine it will be deluxe because I've received the same experience several times over in the Napa Valley at Domain Shandong. Yes, I think I you also yes, have been there yourself yes. uh, with Etoile, the gold leaf uh, well, uh, sparkling. Yes. Uh, you know, that's obviously a possibility. Excuse me. By all means, I'm obviously regalogated. <laughs> Manager! Ah, uh, mate, I'm just asking an ad in the paper that you've got a place for sale here on the corner of... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be able to afford it. Hey. Hey. Is it an antique property? Why, I ought to give you... <laughs> so do we have to open the door now? I ought to give you a backhander <laughs> for just for thinking like that. <laughs> door come on and then come back and finish your story mm. you rang hello mate how are you doing right, I can see hey, you know, you've got the Christmas decorations up on, on it I think they're from last year still they you come off <laughs> so you're hurrying me up there got manager manager I mean, there he is again. Lovely to see you. How are you? Oh, oh let's shake it. I'll shake your hand. I'll shake your hand. <laughs> it's the dogs. Look at you. Oh, sorry. So, I think I'm you're just in time to hear the final throws of FWBM's end uh, uh, tonight with Brown Brothers. No. FWBM. Final yeah. wine manager. <laughs> he's a manager too, and he's got fine wine buying isn't he? Oh, right. Well, I'm still waiting to, waiting to get a purchase order. Yeah. Of the Piombo? Of the Piombo. Piombo, Shiraz. You'll need an online store then. <laughs> I, maybe I do. Maybe. <laughs> no. Oh, I tell oh. you. Mr. Mr. JPH and Mr. JP, I'm done. Got a couple of things to do now. So uh, He's I'll got to get ready for his big trip away. I've got to get ready for my big trip, and I'll speak to you guys next week. Take care. We'll look forward to it, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, no, that's right, I'm coming back. Are you coming oh, out for something yeah, to eat? Yeah, I'm coming out. I've just got to nip out for half an hour. I'm going to fill the car up. He does a lot of nipping. He does, yeah. I nippage. don't know what's going on with all that nippage. <laughs> yeah. It's a worry, isn't it? And you've got to put your pot plants in. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And I suggest you probably get yourself a doona so they don't rattle the fuck around on the way over there I'll driving do, you I'll crazy. Is he taking pot plants to Melbourne? Yeah. yeah. It's a song. Like taking He's taking pot plants to Melbourne. And you rushed me. I had this in my hand and I thought, you know it? what? I'm going to get it. And then what I was reading the back there. Squid Ink. Squid Ink. Three associates. Great, great McLaren Vale wine. Look at that. Look at that. How does it rank against the Piombo? It's all in the title there, Squid Ink. It's so dense and inky and big and, you know. Um, full on that it's it's untrue, but they do they they it's called the Ascendant Squid Ink because they actually do the Squid Ink Shiraz, which I think goes for something like 130 bucks, something 125. So serious, yeah. serious Shiraz. This is their entry level one, the Descendant of Squid Ink. But you know, oh, that's only because I was. I, I, I got this. I got this one here because I was coming to John's place and good choice. That's right. Well, you wouldn't want to spend that. <laughs> if you could have, if you could have got the Descendant Descendant of Squid Ink, that would have been good enough for John. But, <laughs> oh, but but but, but, but hey, before you go, they're like. Original question: like, How's it rate against the Piombo? Very similar to it. So you've got to try and see. I mean, I oh. do, don't like the Piombo. It'd um, be like the Descendants. It'd be more similar to the Descendants. Yeah, that's right. This, uh, not not this one here that I've got in my hand. I, what would I be? I'd be getting ancestry. <laughs> who's putting words in whose mouth here? That's what I want to know.
Yeah. Well, I think we should just get you a glass of vino, mate. Look, just, you know, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, how have you been, Gina? I've been good. Good. It's I, lovely uh, to see you. I haven't seen you for a while. No, it's been a while, hasn't it's it? Since Yeah, hey, I know. You're the first person I've ever met who's come back from Philip Island without a cold. We've got two days of sun. <laughs> I was more worried about it's like getting my boots dirty. I was told to bring rubber boots. I mean, that. And I was like, no, you're joking. No, I'm not joking. You bring rubber boots. And sure enough, yeah. there were people around there with rubber boots. Yeah. And we can't beat the wellies at Philip Island. We were clear. Where did you sleep when the race was on? In the lot. <laughs> no, during the race. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't sleep with the uh, Stewie next to you, mate. <laughs> no, you couldn't get any sleep. No, between the not. start of the 500 kilometre race and the end of it. Oh, we kept ourselves busy. Yeah, yeah I bet it wasn't watching the race though, was it? It was the, uh, oh, it was the second <laughs> race. <laughs> it's alright. No, no, Adelaide, no, no, no clips still. Yeah, br no. Bring it up here to the uh, machinery. Oh, hello. What's going on there? There you go. Oh, you're going to give it a shake. Oh, mate, I'll do it. What, what are you shaking? Oh, look. What the? Right, it turns cask into grange. There you go. Oh, you hear that little doop at the end? Oh, sorry, it's a little bit full. Nonetheless. Haven't you seen this little gem, how it aerates the wine? No. Yeah, it's got little, little holes there and it sucks the air through there and it aerates the wine. Is that a little bit too much? Oh, it's it's probably yeah. is a little bit too much. Oh, here. Yeah. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, double aerate. Ooh, oh, I slap. All over the glass. You're not supposed to be putting all of it in there. There was too much, remember? Sure, too. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it look it's better with a bigger glass. glass. <laughs> it's like, it's like. <laughs> Apart from a bit of drift out, of course. So that's reduced the quantities. <laughs> there you go, get your thanks, mate, for splitting all the. Jeez. So how was Philip Island, mate? Just give us Philip Island report. Quick, go. Quick report. Um, cold, sunny. Um, <laughs> um, Bogan. No, actually, no, no. It, it, it wasn't. It was a. Um, it, was, it was pretty good. It was. I wasn't what I expected. I expected, you know, just this little backyard track, really. Um, it's quite pretty. You know, we were, we were there at the uh, box of turn four, overlooking. Uh, Oh, you had the glamour spot, did you? Is that the, is that the spot? Is ten I, I don't spot? know. I didn't know you. Did, I, you have, did you have a corporate box? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, ah, yeah. That'd be oh, why you were. Not quiet. me. Right. No, he had a table. Uh, uh, Stuart had a table there. Oh, and, you were. And that was that was he bought a table. Was it oh, right. The, so basically, similar to Rio Dean, he bought a table from John Duff, the um, uh, fuel carriers. That'll explain why all that beers around. No, wrong Duff. Wrong Duff. <laughs> Not that. There's John Duff and, and Clean here, but there's a John Duff box. So uh, turn four oh. is the hairpin. The Hair, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, right, where Alan went straight on at the braking zone. Yeah, that's and the, right. And yeah, the yeah, yeah. Locked up tyres, smoked it all out. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, had a bit of a... Yeah. Danish moment. Yeah, Danish moment there. And the, uh, I think it was turn five there where, um, uh, is it Paul, Dun Paul Dunbrill, Butler? Yeah. Ended up in the... Uh, End up in the gravel. He'd been on the duff as well. Yeah, <laughs> he'd been on the duff. <laughs> I like the duff. Got a bit of squid ink in his eyes. <laughs> but um, yeah, decided to spread the uh, uh, gravel around the track a little bit. So um, I'm sure the other drivers are happy about that there. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a good spot. That's actually a good spot. It's a fantastic spot. You, you got to see him coming down out of a uh, or the end of the end of uh, pit straight. Yeah, and if they go off on the inside, they their history. Well, you didn't the see history. <laughs> if they go off on the inside of turn one, the history. What's but, going on here? Uh, he's having a bit of. He's come back. Yeah, he's come back. Yeah. He's just <laughs> nipping out to do some nippage, but before we go, we'll just taste. And just have a nip of just yeah. for a see if it's yeah. as I remember it. The booze bus just round the corner there, mate. After episode uh, two hundred, <laughs> it'll be a show about wine and not much else with a five-minute motor racing segment. Yeah, he didn't take long to get rid of that, did he? Apparently that's what the audience are asking for these days, I've heard. I was talking to a couple of lads about their, this side pod. 
listening to Radio Hot Lap the other night, the Brown Brothers dinner, and they were sort of saying, more food and wine, please. And more Andrew. And more me, of course. (laughs) 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 Well, see, I mean, the funny thing about it was we were up for sale. Can you nip off? I'll nip in. We've been good. We we haven't taken money off anyone for 200 episodes, but, Andrew... Time's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Is this 200? Is this episode 200? No, not quite. Okay. Well, it was episode 200. You, you think we'd have you? Save, you said you were going to save episode 200 there for Clipshaw. No, will we? Well, we'll be before then. No, we won't be before then. It'll be before Christmas. There's 26 letters in the alphabet. In the this is 194. 194. 196 letters in the alphabet. I like that. 194A. You can stretch it out. You're 194. Have you seen the Chinese alphabet? A bit like the number plate. Yeah. Well, on that basis, uh, 200 will be about the Chinese New Year. I, I, we, we probably would, we probably would go over and do it in an Abu Dhabi, actually, and then we'll have Mr. Squiggle on the phone, <laughs> who's our correspondent. We don't have to write his name. Can we just call him Mr. Squiggle? You just call him Mr. Squiggle. Who's going to Abu Dhabi in here? Abu Dhabi. <laughs> He put too much wine in my glass. He's still collecting the camel coupons to get to that. <laughs> it's not really that entertaining, is it, in Juros? And I think Philip no. Island, it's, it clearly, jokes aside, moving on to all serious stuff with motor racing, uh, JP, once they're uh, spread out. We're coming up there, are we? No, no, you stay there. You're perfect right at that spot. No, it's more so than that. It's that that circuit doesn't work for the lead-up enduro. It needs to go back to Sandown. Sandown, a pole, absolutely. A poll had shown this week yeah. on uh, on, tenti- on Speed Cafe, the tentacles, yeah. um, have said, look, we're, um, that's, that's what the information shows. And I think that's right because... It's short, it's easy for people to get to. But it, like, you basically, you've got two enduro tracks that it's frigging hard for people to get to. Yeah. Bathurst is hard and expensive to get to, and, and everyone's an opportunistic, you yes. know, from, uh, in, in a position there. From the motels down, yeah. Correct. Whereas, you know, you can sort of be suburbia and mm. still come to Sandown and see it. Sandown is always terrific, I reckon. And you can watch and you can see the entire track standing at one spot. Yeah, that's that's a good thing, because it is fucking East Bubblefuck, isn't it? <laughs> South Bubblefuck. Are you let us swear? Yeah. Oh, we've been rated explicitly. You just can't say you can't say you can't say the word. You can't say the word. No. You can't say the c word like somebody let rip the other week. You see, JP, that's where most other people would be perceptive enough to realise that. That was what we were saying, but you had to actually come out and say that. What's the difference between the C word and the F word? Well, one's one one is one uh, starts with F and well, one starts one, with one, one, one can be used as a, a verb, a noun, and can be used <laughs> or, yeah, or even sometimes perhaps a preposition. Whereas the other one's sort of mm, bit smelly. <laughs> Shut up. You could have just left it alone, you know. Anything else but the C word. You can't. You can't. You can say twat. I mean, you just can't. <laughs> Only when you're talking about Hardy. <laughs> like I said to my mum, you can't go up the hill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway. Better violence. What are we talking about, better violence? Well, at least it was warm. It was warm. Well, tell us what. Give us the news. Come on, you're the punter on the scene. We want the inside goss. Inside goss. What happened? We get there. What did you get excited? Did about? you get boozed? We, a bit boozed. We get there. Um, what were the schnitzels like? Mark, didn't eat there. Was there corporate food? Since you got corporate the food. Yeah. yeah. Was it any good? Yep. Yep. Good All schnitzels. good. Spotless. Put on the good show again. Yeah. Uh, and that really brought me back down to the um, the host about what they what they get it catered for. Right up there. But the, uh, it's all good, it is uh, not as uh, crazy as Adelaide, that's for sure, it was very tame and everybody was in there, you know, just watching how many drinks they had and 
Might have been a long way to drive home. A long way to drive home. They can't just jump in a cab and go take them to the middle of town. But they were fairly well behaved and no, you, like, stopped, no, you got to stay like down on the island, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, we, we actually stayed in Inverloch. Where is that? Which is about the half an hour east of Phillip Island. So you helicoptered in? Helic yeah. Yeah, took the helicopter in. Well, that's all. Saves the drive. Yeah, cool. And now, because there's a paddock there on the lock. Yeah, and um, uh, who's the owner of the um, uh, Fox? We just parked right next to Fox's helicopter pad there. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Asked us to drive the track a little bit on one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, viewers, there's money in Rio. <laughs> there is. Tinto. <laughs> Tinto Lane. Yeah, you know that. That's like Anyway, we, we get there. We catch up with uh, Stuart Douglas, Taz's dad. And Taz was doing the um, uh, frying work on um, Lucas Dumbrell's car on the Gulf Western. And, um, yeah, the night before, he apparently got, um, got a phone call from the got Kelly, from Todd Kelly, yep. to bring his... Uh, suit and helmet and just in case they, they need a spare driver and as it turned out that uh, Tony DeVerde come down the chicken pox and Tony gets a free ride. Got six I, minutes to prepare. Sorry, I, I, I must have, must have slipped my mind. Is, is Kelly racing running the DeVerde car? No. Mm -hmm. No, it just so happened that he asked, he asked Taz, have you got your gear? And Taz said, yeah. He said, well, but Todd rang him. Todd rang him the what? So yeah, on Mark Wall. Just in case. Was there someone shy? No, no, he had his eight, but he, he they wanted the reserve so, just in case. So who's running? Who actually runs the Deberto car? Deberto. Oh yeah. Oh, he it's fully engineered internally. No, I mean, who's doing the spanner work? What what is the team? It's I mean, Tony Deberto. Like Deberto owns the the wreck. Yes. But that's no, my point is like that. You got Todd Kelly that's got the you're running the racks there for. The road racing entitlement contracts for the two Jack Daniels cars and the Stratco car and the Pepsi car. Yeah, but he's ringing for Delberta, which he's not. No, 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 he didn't ring Delberta. He rang on behalf of. No, no, he rang Taz. Yeah, had nothing to do with Delberta at this stage. Oh, Taz just brought his gear, his gear, and just say hey, you brought your gear. Yeah, just just in case. So he was working on, he was doing some of the spending work there on the Gulf Western car. And then Tony DeVerto came down with it. Taz had his gear. Uh, so right. what we're saying is what we're saying here is that Todd was sniffing around on behalf of Tony DeVerto. No, no. Todd was just making no. sure that maybe his bases were covered. Yeah, making sure that, that he, he was going to get a mate just in case someone rolled their ankle or well, what is, down Todd, the is Todd? What is Todd running? Gunner for the entire field. Okay, hello. Uh, I'm, I'm going to manage you now and no, provide you. He's just the looking after way. himself, but well, because maybe. Taz had his gear and his helmet there, but he when didn't. a spot came up somewhere else, it was like, well, Taz yeah, but, 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 his stuff. But, but Todd and Kelly doesn't have an alliance specifically in any way with him, so he's just being a good guy because yeah. you're a Melbourne person. Well, it sounds like. Well, maybe he knows Taz and he thinks he's a good steerer. Perhaps so. So if he was going to use a, you know, a reserve, then Taz was probably the because one that was right for two. suggest, Gino, or manager, <laughs> as, your, as uh, one must be known on the show, official title. with a full exclamation mark and then in caps, is that uh, Tony Delberto didn't contract chicken pox overnight, which means that... No, they didn't know that. So they knew a possibility... Yeah. That there was going to be chicken poxing going on. No, so. what do you think? You think that on the Sunday night that he could have Saturday night on Saturday, that, that's the way chicken pox works. Saturday night, he could have thought he had a bit of a cough, no. and he was coming down with something. Oh, he didn't know what it was. And then the next, the next morning, he had spots. You guys were on drugs. No, that's what happens. And they are chicken pox. What do you think? Like, like, but hello, the photos are dated earlier than Sunday. With no, spots. it was there on the Friday, on the Saturday. With what? He got the gig. Saturday. Saturday he got the gig. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. We're one day. You're too suspicious. Either way, we're half that No, no, we're half that line. Half that front. In that case, half that front. No, because that was wasn't that really weird? Because we were doing classic park round that, and it finished on the Saturday evening and I said isn't this weird it feels like a Sunday evening it does and it did because you just think all race events finish on a Sunday Sunday. evening unless you're in an Islamic part of the world where that's when Alan Simon says what are you going to do he goes well I think I might go to the pub he goes this is a Muslim nation (laughs) 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 it's very rare that you get those situations although do you know the real reason why they raced only till Saturday in, a, in, in, in Adelaide? It's because there was the, the city, city to Bay fun run going down Anzac Highway. Can you believe and that? And they couldn't get the cars across. They couldn't because the Park Fermi was at Waverley. It's just absolute rubbish. Like, there wasn't another road they could have gone around, is it? I mean, it's not like well, they would have drove all the way around and navigated around another road. You don't have that many here. <laughs> I think it was just a bit of the uh, the government sponsorship inverted commas and they said we can't have these two events that we're sponsoring clashing. So yeah, well, the government wasn't sponsoring anything. Adelaide, there right was right. no government sponsorship. Yeah, there was. What? Apparently government put money into um, Classic Tiger Adelaide. What? Security? Two Security to keep Lanyard. Kevin Foley out of... had South Australian events on. Security to keep Kevin Foley out of the Royale Club on the night of the the cars oh, being there. Be getting into there. Oh, you'd be getting in. I wouldn't be getting into that conversation. Why do you bring your voice up in the air like that? No, I don't know. You could be singing for the sixth last time on this show. <laughs> you like that, eh? <laughs> he thinks he's threatening. Who else is going to do a show with you? Come on, tell me, Andy. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> he's grinning. Look, for Andrew. He's got Andrew. Yeah, true, he's got Andrew. We've got contracts coming up. <laughs> Andrew knows a lot about motorsport. And As why? you can see, we've been uh, making a strategic transition away from motorsport. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's strategic now. Uh, your contract's up for a year. <laughs> oh, I'm not happy with your performance. <laughs> and you know what that means? Uh, look, Jezza says, Jezza says, <laughs> if I'm not here, the show's not as good. See, you and folks are boring, apparently, so I reckon I'm all right. Absolutely. <laughs> I would be much rather doing the show with you than with, with folks. But we love you, folks. The Singapore Grand Prix is on this weekend. It is. Thus, it reminded me of, and I thought a quick deflection there to take the heat off myself. Um, <laughs> what do you think is going to go on up there, mate? Bit of sweat. Bit of sweat and Renault cheating. <laughs> well, Button reckons that um, they should shorten the race because of the toll it takes on the drivers because it is so hot and sweaty. The tollic? The toll. The toll. Oh, I thought it was a dream. The tollic. The toll it takes on the drivers. There you go. Apparently. Well, we'll find out this weekend when we cross two phase for episode 140, 149A. 4994 B. This would be 94A, wouldn't it, tonight? Just what, would, what would be the difference in racing when they were racing in LA? In, you know, 40 degree heat? It's the humidity. It's a killer. It's the moisture. You know what it's like. Just walking around up in Singapore when it's monsoon weather. And also the prawns. Sure. You only get two to the kilo. <laughs> They're big steaks. Half a kilo prawns. They're really meaty. And I don't like them very much. But, and also, the girls. It'd be, it'd be... You're not sure if there's the girls. It'd be better with dry heat, wouldn't it? Than humidity. But it's... Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, it's, that, sorry that, with humidity than dry heat. Oh, no. Dry heat's manageable. Humidity. Yeah. <laughs> so you think it's down. manageable from managers? You don't get to cool down. At least you've got the humidity, you Saturate a little bit, you're going saturate a little bit. 400 kilometres an hour. Sweating buckets, man. Yeah, you're cooling it's down. You want to stick your head up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should go up there with Stewie this weekend. He can call the commentary. 
The <laughs> FACs. So, Dino, what's, what's the squinting like? It's actually it's pretty good. It's a very heavy wine. Yeah. And it's the, um, they're right about the colour. Pretty, it is pretty dark, isn't it? Pretty dark. Looks dark. Some water, perhaps. And it's a uh, in old barrels. It like, hasn't had any new weight there, and you can. Well, I've got to have a taste. Just just have this little tasting glass here, because I've got to dry, so I've got to do the right thing. I won't go. But I'll probably get one. Give it a bit. Of... Makes a good noise, doesn't it? Bill's excuse for not getting here tonight. Busy. Too much work. <laughs> Busy. No, 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 no. Royale again, eh? Too much work. Oh, really? Is he oh, working? Most concrete pours that, uh, as, uh, as I learnt when I went out with you, it's all about getting in early in the day, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, and if you yeah, have a dry day like today, you, you go on and you get a. What's that man who does the. Five o'clock. The helicopter. Mm. Machine. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> well, just uh, let me tell you, when you finish your technology career, that's probably where you're heading. You're probably right. After too. episode 199. <laughs> no, I've got to make the 200. All right. Before you flick me. You, you know what? You know what? It'll probably earn more money. <laughs> I probably will. And they'd <laughs> yeah. be happier. That's right. You know what that means? I just pulled a date out of my ass. You did not. You've read the same shit I have. I don't read it. I get indirect. I get oh, direct. I get direct comms from Al Gore. iPhone five, October four. That's all I'm going to say. It's not worth repeating anything anymore or saying any more about it. Well, it won't be here on. I won't be here on that date. Well, there you go. JP says it will. I didn't I say it will. I just said that's the rumor. No, no, but you, you see, you can't... nothing more needs to be said, because yeah. the hype and all the blah, 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 blah... You can't have a rumour. You can't have a halfway thing. Either you do or you don't. I mean, are we are we having one or not? What, a rumour? No, no are we have, is the iPhone coming on that day or not? Yes or no? No. There you go. And I concur with you. There you go. What is interesting is that Apple has released an update to Final Cut Pro 10 yes. or X, depending on how you wish to see it. It's 10.001. But more interestingly, and some a codec upgrades as well, and a motion upgrade and a compressor upgrade, <laughs> but giving everyone a 30 day free trial. Now, I downloaded it this afternoon 1.38 gigabyte. Jeez. It's only going to be a 30 days from the time you launch the application. You can install it, but the first time you launch it, then your countdown will start. Well, wait and see. There might mm. be a few more things in the next few days, but clearly the reason the iPhone 5 isn't being delivered or announced is because there are so many developer upgrades going on at the moment in the background. We're seeing multiple betas of iOS 5. We're seeing mm -hmm. multiple variants of 10.7.2, even 10.7.3 being in the rumour, iCloud betas being upgraded, yes. all sorts of things. So, um, uh, what's that uh, uh, liking component? Uh, what is that, uh, the iTunes component, where if you have the music in your library, you can upload it for a fixed fee per year. Yes. iTunes, iTunes Match. Yeah. Um, that's being tested. There's a lot face. of stuff going yeah. on, which means that once it gets running, and this is probably very much reliant on the the South the Car South Carolina data <laughs> center. It's yep. going to be very uh, difficult for all those applications and all those services to run perfectly. So as soon as it's going to go out there, we're going to get a huge amount of demand. Look for the point update. And so my iOS 5 
and that's all going to run on iOS 5. Everything you've just mentioned. And so you can't have that until you... Or you can't have the iPhone until you've got that running properly. Look, my, that's the iOS 5 so is going to run on previous versions of the hardware. Oh, existing. You don't need to be running... It doesn't appear that you need to be running Snow... Uh, um, uh, Lion. Lion, yeah. I, I'm not sure whether mm. the latest... I think they're going to bring it... They are bringing a 10.6.9 variant of Snow Leopard into play to provide iCloud support for, for legacy yep. machinery. The 10.7 uh, uh, operating system line is probably going to ship 10.7.2, maybe 10.7.3. Yep. What you're going to see is the sudden adoption is you're going to get point updates. So my advice to people would be see what's going on, read the, read the media that Apple's doing, look at the website, Watch all the cool stuff, but sit back and don't make an immediate upgrade. Absolutely right. Don't do what folks did. 98% of the people do. I know. Oh, I've just updated to line. Now nothing's working. Isn't that weird? What sort of phone have you got, manager? Nokia. Nokia? Oh. And the Nokia N8. They're going back to making shoes. Oh, I'll have to look for another phone. Well, don't get a Blackberry. No way. RIM are no. in big, big poo. No way. Their tablet that was competing with the uh, iPad, called a Playbook, they reckon that they've got this massive stockpile of 800,000 units. Based on the initial take-up when they first launched the Playbook, apparently they got rid of 500,000 in the first quarter. So they've got all this extra stuff built in Taiwan. And they reckon that in the last quarter, they only moved 200,000 of them. And there are still 800,000 sitting there doing nothing, not being sold. And the mob that makes them, which is called Quanta in Taiwan, have laid off 1,000 workers. 1,000 workers. So can we get them so to now? Rim playbooks are... Uh, <laughs> they'll probably be going almost as cheap as HP's did. Well, look, we may have talked about what happened with the HP uh, 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 the tablet uh, offering, yes. where they brought it out at $499 or $399, and then within uh, a week it was slashed to $99 around the, and around the world it, and then canned it. However, subsequent to that, they've said, we're actually going to do another run. Now, why are they doing that other run? They're doing it simply because they probably need to provide like a bit of cash flow back to the suppliers oh, that have sure. helped them because they've got these massive stocks you know, otherwise all this all the infrastructure that, that, that HP has worked on is going to go going to go bust so um, I would imagine you're going to get there's a lot of stuff sort of in in um, in uh, in production yep that once they said no you know there was Many, well, there's many, still all those components many, many hanging around and everything else. Yeah, so they had to make sure does, that they in your, Seriously, though, does that happen in your industry? I mean, he, he, what, what we're saying is we've got a, a manufacturer that has got, you know, 30 different suppliers. Someone's making glass, someone's making the memory, someone's making the camera, someone's making the, the chassis, someone's making the circuit board, someone's putting the chips in it. And, and, they're, and they're, their yield rate is such that they need, like, 50,000 units built a day. And if you shut them down... Well, they're all going to go bust, and that the whole production ecosystem disappears. Do you, is the same sort of thing like that in the construction industry? And no. is that why construction industry small people go bust? No, no, the small people go bust because they can't manage their money. Um, um, as far as the, the, the supplies go with building materials, it's more like. Um, it's a commodity product, um, and when things you know slow down or, or get tight, uh, basically they uh, they start cutting numbers there to to try and satisfy a, a minimum amount of workers there to keep you know, production going and, and keep it to a certain level. It gets it gets down to a certain level where you basically just just do dough if you go down below. But most of the time they. You know, um, they just cut rates there to keep turnover up, mm. and they cut stuff. They, they, but most of the big guys are easily they can they can downsize you know, pretty quickly within the, within a you know a month or so. But isn't there uh, a they can upsize just, that's just, just the same? Decided that they're going to shut up shop. Some builder around town. Oh, there's lots yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember reading something about two weeks ago. Don't ask me the name of the company, but it was a reasonably big company, and they've just suddenly gone nuts. Nah, that's it. It's all over. Shut up shop. 
Bianco's. No, not Bianco's. No, 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 no. This was a house builder. Can't think of it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But well, I mean, I mean, they, <coughs> but that's just a sign of time because they, they, well, I mean, some just get, you know, they get big, and as the bigger they grow, the um, uh, the more they have to feed the business, and and when work does drop off, it's normally the big ones that that Suck drop off first. first. Yeah. Uh, the smaller guy can always, you know, cut his overheads, and a lot of those builders, smaller builders, there, you know, have made quite a quite a healthy profit over the last five to seven years. Mm. Ten years even, um, and the uh, the other ones have taken the opportunity to like grow their business or even start their business in a in an up market have you know had to turn around and shut it back down again because they yep. just can't feed the feed the overheads. Speaking of feeding, have you been feeding anybody with the not, secret? Not not with the sausage dog hair, ear hair. Mm. You know, striped sausage in his dog's ear. Yeah, let it go with it. Has it got MSG in it? <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs>